inspire. Welcome back to the Kidney Stone Diet Podcast, the show about reducing your kidney stone risk and living your best life. I'm your host and fellow student, Jeff Saris. And I'm Jill Harris, your kidney stone prevention nurse. Okay, all I'm going to say is this. So I love fall. It makes me very happy. And as soon as the weather started getting colder, I mean, it's not even October 1st and I don't want to see pumpkin spice nothing ever again. I don't want to see a a Rachel Dunn candle. I don't want to see Starbucks coffee. I don't want to see anything pumpkin spice. And it's not even October 1st. I went a little bit too far too fast in September. (laughs) Yeah, when we were in on our trip in Miami, they started serving pumpkin spice lattes when we were there. Like it was middle early September. And Amara's like, I don't know, should I do I dive in? I'm like, I don't know. It feels early. Like I don't want to sort of um, for me because I want summer to stick around. I don't want to accept that summer's over. So it's, uh, it's a weird kind of thing. But I just don't even understand how it started. I mean, it's like pumpkin spice, everything, leaded, regular um, pumpkin spice. I mean, it's just (laughs) all over the place. It's just like, it's just like one season just went crazy. And now it's just like pumpkin spice is fall. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah, it's, it's wild. And it's, it is funny, too, because it's not even pumpkin. Like the whole thing is that it's the spice in pumpkin pie. So it's like, a, it's a funny, yeah, it's just, I don't it's even know. Cinnamon, clove, and sugar is what it is. There's no pumpkin anywhere. Okay. Uh-huh. Is pumpkin high oxalate? No, you can enjoy pumpkin because everyone's like, shit, is pumpkin high oxalate? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, first of all, yeah, there's no pumpkin in any of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because pumpkin is just squash. Yeah. With a lot of it's cinnamon and uh, sugar. And that's you know, that's mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I'm already sick of it though. Yeah, <laughs> well yeah, just <laughs> it, it gets to be everywhere. But yeah, we have another great question today. All right. Um, it's a slightly longer voicemail, but this is going to be okay. a good one. Hi, uh, Jeff. Uh, uh, my name is uh, Damien from the Bronx, uh, and I want to first uh, thank you and Joe for providing us with this platform to be able to seek answers about preventing kidney stones. Uh, I myself overcame cancer of the prostate 14 years ago. A kidney stone was removed in 1999 while I was eating very unhealthy. I had two calcium oxalate stones removed last year. I think not drinking enough water caused my urine to be saturated. And on top of all that, last year I was diagnosed with AFib, uh, and I was also born with uh, one kidney. Um, I recently did a 24-hour urine collection volume of 3,000 milliliters through Quest Diagnostic, and according to the report, what was within good range was my oxalate at 21 milligrams, citrate 510 milligrams, However, what was low was my phosphorus, 240 milligrams, sodium less than 20, um, MEQ, I don't know what that is. Now, I took notice that Dr. Cole recommends urine calcium to be below 200 milligrams. Now, my urine calcium was 231 milligrams. 
on my Quest diagnostic report, I was told that the standard was above 250 milligrams. When I asked my nephrologist in writing, should I not lower this to be less than 200 milligrams, his reply was, a normal calcium is fine and not to make any changes. Now, during that time, I have not been meeting the RDA of 1,000 milligrams of calcium and not even close to that. I am on a whole food plant-based diet and I avoid dairy. Uh, so my question to, to you, Jill, is by increasing my dietary calcium, is that going to lower my urine calcium or raise it? My serine calcium is within range on the higher side. Uh, thank you again for taking my call and for the platform you provide to those looking for guidance. Thank you again. Yo, Damien from the Bronx in the house. Damien, <laughs> I'm originally New Yorker myself, so welcome. Another look, y'all are on fire giving these questions. This is a doozy. I just love everything about it, Dame. So let's talk about it. And from one cancer survivor to another, I hear you and I see you with your uh, prostate cancer. I'm happy that you were able to call in and you're, you've got your in survivorship. So good for you. So in 1999, you had a stone, two calcium oxalate stones removed last year. Um, uh, and you were born with one kidney. So this beautiful man has one kidney. He needs to treat it as if it's a gift from God, because it is. So he really needs to get his diet together, as he self-admittedly said, hasn't had the best diet. Now he has heart issues as well. So he's taking life seriously now, and he's ready to make some changes. And so his questions are wonderful. Um, and it's interesting because we're doing a few shows at once, as Jeff and I usually do here. And so the video before, uh, I was just talking about urine collections and how you're going to have reference ranges that are very different. One lab will say this, one lab will say another, for example, his calcium. Um, and so Dr. Ko will say, some labs will say, we want it under 200 for women the urine calcium. We don't want more, more than 200 urine calcium for women and more than 250 for men. Okay. So Dr. Cole would ideally like everybody to be under 200. What does that mean? Some people say, Jill, I haven't had a glass of mil milk since 1962. How do I have all this extra calcium? Because a lot of people will have, now Damien said he had 230 calcium in his urine. Some people have 500. 600, 700, and they'll say, what the hell is this? It's really, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even use dairy. So where is that calcium coming from? Could be your bone. If you're eating a high salt diet, high added sugar diet, too much meat protein, could be from your bone because those things can pull calcium from our bone and dump some in our urine, okay, excess. He said he has a less his less than 20 milli equivalents for sodium so he wasn't eating overeating uh, salt on that day so we know that that's not a problem he's a plant-based eater so where's the oh where's this extra calcium coming and by the way damien it's not that much okay but the point is you know uh 
let's just say under 250 for men is typical. Yes, Dr. Ko is going to be the ideal is 200, but nobody's freaking out if it's 250. He will say, even, even in that article, I know you're referencing 250, but maybe ideally for both 200. The point is this. So it's not crazy because I see crazy amounts of calcium. But his question is, I don't even get enough calcium. Where is this coming from? Well, are you, you, you said it was low salt and we can't tell by urine collections if you ate too much added sugar. Now you said you're a vegetarian or a vegan, you're plant-based. So I don't think you're eating too much uh, sugar, but let's just say this, uh, Twinkie doesn't have meat in it, but it has a lot of sugar. So I know a lot of vegans and vegetarians that are way over eating sugar because cake don't have meat in it. Okay. So just because someone says they're a vegan or vegetarian, I still ask my questions. Because again, a urine collection is not going to tell me how much sugar a person ate that day. It tells me the salt, tells me the meat, but it doesn't tell me the sugar. So Damien, you do need, like your doc said, you do need a normal calcium diet. There's plenty of ways to get it as a vegetarian and a vegan. Go to kidneystonediet.com, the blog, and I have articles specific for you plant-based patients that uh, need to get your calcium. Jill, if I have too much in my urine, why do I need to get any? I don't want to make it worse. Sometimes that, like I said, is coming from your bones. So you really need normal amounts of calcium. It's very important. So for Damien, it's up to a thousand milligrams a day. You get it spread throughout the day. Could be from non-plant milk, uh, non-dairy milks. There's vegetables. I even have, I even have an article that will show you the high calcium, low oxalate foods. So look in my blog. Okay. It will say these are, these are vegetables that have calcium. And I know my patients well enough to know they're going to say, yeah, but how much oxalates in that? So I already did all the work and that's in an article too. So you need up to a thousand milligrams a day. You need to spread that throughout the day, not having it all at once, not saying you will Damien, but I got to sleep well at night. Got to make sure I'm clear. And we don't want patients having more than 500 milligrams at a time because we don't absorb calcium that great. Now, again, like I said in the video prior to this one, there's a flow chart we go through. If I'm looking at a urine collection, I don't look at the oxalate right away. That's not my first thing. I look at urine calciums. If it's high, I then look at the sodium. If it's high, I know to talk to the patient about diet. If it's not high, I know to talk to the patient to talk to the doctor about these things during the upcoming visit. And this is why the urine consult is so wonderful. That's how I think about it. Patient has high urine calcium on his urine collection. Salt looks good. I'm going to ask him about sugar. Make sure we're cool there. Meat protein, he's a vegetarian. Ain't overeating that. So the next things I'm going to go to, when was your vitamin D check? Not a long time. Check it. Because if you're not getting enough vitamin D, you may not be absorbing the calcium you're taking in. If you're getting too much vitamin D because somebody put you on a supplement really high and never rechecked your blood to make sure your vitamin D was normal, you could be over-absorbing calcium. Okay? If that's all cool, if your vitamin D is straight, and the next thing you want to do is get a blood calcium. If it runs on the higher side, you might want to check your parathyroid hormone, which is also a blood test. What's on the higher side, Jill? More than 
for blood calcium typically. Okay, so there's many different things to ask the patient. But again, Damien, yours is just a little high. So one, the other thing I would ask you is you're not over consuming calcium, right? He said no, but that is what I would ask the patient. Because sometimes when patients find out they should be doing calcium, they start drinking milk with every little two milligrams of oxalate. Before you know it, they drank over 3000 milligrams of calcium. Okay, that's don't do that. So more is not better, people. Less is not better, people. We try to stick close to the goals, all right? So for him, because he has one kidney, so this is really serious for him. I want that kidney to be treated like it's the biggest prize of his life, because it is. He can live with one kidney very happily. He cannot live with zero. So this is important. And the kidneys are the most sensitive organ of our body. They do a lot of work for us, man. They're always regulating our fluid volume, our blood volume in our body. They're, they, they get pissed. <laughs> they don't work as well quickly. So meaning they're sensitive. They're filtering blood. They're working really hard. You know, so we really want to take care of them. They're the least hardy out of our organs. So we want to take care of them. So get your calcium needs met. If you're not overeating sugar, get your vitamin D checked. If you're not overeating calcium, which you said you weren't, that, that's not the reason why you have higher calcium. Also, to address the other question I think you asked, but I know is popular. Uh, so if you high, have high urine calcium, like I said, maybe it's coming from your bone. I'm certainly not diagnosing you. Your doctor will have to do that. But you have to make sure you're getting enough uh, calcium. And as long as you're not going over and you don't have any issues while you're not absorbing it, that's not going to affect your, your urine calcium numbers. So you do need to get up to a thousand kidneystonediet.com, the blog to find out vegetarian options for you to get that. And um, what was the last thing I wanted to tell you? Uh, yes, I want to bring up your sodium. It's very low. You don't need to go that low. So I want to make sure you're eating enough food. That's important. I mean, that's very low. When I say something's very low or very high, pay attention to it because I see thousands of urine collections a year and I'm not hyperbolic about this stuff. Yours is very low. Now, I would ask you about that too if we had a consult. I would be like, mm, uh, was that just for urine collection day or have you changed your diet that much and that's what you're always doing now? And if so, I'm worried if you're restricting yourself too much from food? And are you losing too much weight? And is it coming off quickly? I would ask a lot of questions because I see myself as Angie Dickinson, Pepper from Police Woman. If you're my age, you'll get the reference. Okay. So Pepper is saying low sodium, low sodium, Dame. We want to look at that. Um, otherwise, I think, I think we answered everything. I, I do want to make this clear too. Is 231 so if Dr. Ko is saying to you, he may tell you to pay attention to the 231, but overall for a man under 250 is, is just fine for your own calcium. But, you know, with your sodium that low that, you know, I, I get it. I get it. You want to pay attention to it. Uh, most urine collections, Litholink would say under 250 is fine. I know Dr. Ko says 200, but, you know, is that warranted for medication or anything else? I don't think your doctor would ever put you on a medication for that at all. So I hope that answers your question. I loved your question. I love when you guys ask me questions. So please, and the, the more detailed, the better. Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm not going to always go over people's urine collections here because it's way too laborious. That I'm not going to do. I've never done that before. But for Damien, for my fellow New Yorker, I'm going to do it. 
Uh, so don't call in with your urine collection results because there's HIPAA stuff too. We really shouldn't be doing that. So, um, but thank you. I loved it. And the calcium one is so super important. And this is why I say, guys, you must do a urine collection because you always want to check your urine calcium. It tells you so many things and super important. And if you don't get that checked, you don't know if that's the cause. And you could be saying, well, I did the kidney stone diet. It didn't work for me. Well, you never did a urine collection. You have a urine calcium problem. You must get that fixed. And even though you did the diet, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to fix that. It's going to help because lowering sugar, salt, and added meat protein will, but you still may have a genetic issue. And that needs to be pointed out from a urine collection because you may need a medication. Otherwise, you're going to have bone loss and you will still make stones. So please get a urine collection. I will never get tired talking about that. You must, people, you must. It's so important for prevention. <sighs> I think that was wonderful. I, I don't even, I feel like I don't want to touch it. I don't want to jump in because that was uh, a beautiful, complete look into really how you can help people work through these numbers and understand everything yeah. better. And that was, it was a great question to be able yes. to, to hear from someone who's in it and he's been in it for so long and like yes. okay now where am i at how can how can i go from here because we're all at a different point in the journey a lot of people come in brand new they've never had a urine collection they've never right. experienced any of the proactive uh part of doing this so it's great to hear from from damien and and sort of uh see have a little vantage point into that part of the process of this that stage yes. And also what I am thinking and what like a urine collection call, what it entails, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of ladders I go down and up to figure out exactly how to navigate that patient's doctor's office visit. I do want to say this too. As a nurse, I never override a doctor's order. What my job is, you listen to your doctors. What my job is and Jeff's job is, our job is to educate you so you can have educated conversations with your doctor and get on it the best treatment plan possible. That's my job. From one friend to another, what I'm trying to do is educate people so they can make the best, uh, 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 the best discussion points with their doctor so that doctor can see how motivated you are. Maybe the doctor is really in a rush and you bring something up and they're like, oh yeah, and that and that. And then the two of you can talk and really get on the best treatment plan, which is always going to be the kidney stone diet, but other things, you know, blood tests and medications that may be a part of your treatment plan as well. Very, very important. So I wanted to say that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And on the website, right at the top, you'll see your analysis, your analysis, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, you can just find all the details there and sign up if that's something that will help you on your journey. But yeah, I think this is a wonderful question. Like, thank you so much, Damien. And if you're out there with, okay. with a question, something we've never covered, something we have covered, no matter what it is, the number is 773-789-8763. And we would love to have your voice on a future episode because this is really nice. It's so nice being able to bring people in like this in a way that's different than like over Facebook or over email or whatever. Yes. And like, like sort of in the, in this like public forum sense, because it is, it's a little different. Like you do it with your, um, accountability calls that like you have the groups and everything, but, um, it's nice to be able to hear someone's story, hear where they are and allow other listeners and community members who might not be active to be like, Oh, I'm there. Like I'm at this point in my journey, this is so helpful for me to understand sort of like how I can relate to this. 
Absolutely. I think, you know, as what we're always trying to do is create a community where people feel, you know, kidney stone formers don't feel very heard in the world. And so, and I really take that to heart. It's very important to me. You know, it just is. I feel like the kidney stone formers, are, kidney stone formers are kind of one of the underdogs in the, in the medical field. They just kind of get overlooked. You know, it's not something that's studied a lot in school, but the diet and things like that, because there's so much, there's so much obesity and chronic kidney disease and diabetes and cardiovascular disease. It's just sometimes the kidney stone people get just pushed aside. So of course, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to gravitate towards that. You know, as a nurse, I can pick whatever I want to do. It's really easy, especially nowadays. Uh, but my heart's always been here because so many people don't have the correct resources. And so I've been blessed enough to have a mentor like Dr. Ko and his website is kidneystone.uchicago.edu. And he's a scientist and a nephrologist out of the University of Chicago. He's thought of as the granddaddy of kidney stone prevention. And I've been, I mean, you know, without him, I wouldn't be here because he gives me my credentials. Otherwise I'd just be some middle-aged broad with fuzzy hair screaming on the internet about low salt. I mean, you know, so, uh, you know, everything I'm talking about, although I have my own special way of doing it, is just drenched in science in his website. And he puts a lot of effort and he wants that to be his blessing to the world at 86 years old. You know, that's what he wants to leave. Um, also, the kidney stone prevention course is $40 off. Today is, I think, September 30th. This is not going to last forever. I'm saying the date now, 2022, because I don't want people watching this in six months saying, hey, you said it was it won't be. So this is temporary because of the recession. We acknowledge that it's the lowest price it has ever been. So we want to give back and do whatever we can. $40 off at $149. You will never be able to beat that price. So we want to give that to you as well, temporarily. Yeah. That's kidneystonediet.com and yeah. you can find everything. So with yep. that, I think we will wrap here. Thanks again for tuning in and we will see you next week. Damien, you made me so happy, baby. Thank you for that question. Take care of that one kidney. God bless you being a prostate survivor and take care of that heart, honey. I'm so glad that you've turned things around. Mwah. I'm so proud of you. Keep it up.